0: Hey, business building warrior, welcome back to Silent Sales Machine Radio. I'm your host, Jim Cockrum, and we have a weekend update episode for you. As often as we can, we're going to compile some of the best moments from recent episodes. Just in case you missed something, or if you want to be re reminded of some of the greatest tips and strategies, some of those compelling, maybe emotional moments from some of the recent podcast episodes some things to really get you fired up and motivated. Maybe you're going to work hard this weekend and knock out some good action on your business. Well, this is a great podcast episode to take with you, our weekend updates. These are short segments, little clips from recent episodes that you may have missed. Now, keep in mind, if you want to hear the full episode for anything you're about to hear, just check the show notes. Go to silentgym.com, find this podcast episode, and look for the show notes. We'll tell you exactly which episode each of our clips were pulled from, so you can go check out the full thing if you'd like. But in any case, thanks for being a listener to this show. Thanks for being a part of the the growing community of people who enjoy and benefit from the Amazon and e-commerce training that we provide in this community. So one little reminder all the great people you're going to hear today being interviewed, the discussions I'm having, they all have something in common. They are all students of the proven Amazon course, the most established, most success filled, most frequently updated, most cutting edge Amazon training course. That's great for anyone from brand new sellers who've never sold anything before online to some of the most advanced sellers you'll ever meet. They're all using The Proven Amazon Course, Strategies, or our Coaching Program. There's links to both at silentgym.com, as well as a link to our free Facebook group, where we've got, as I record this, over 71,000 members who are interacting from around the world using the strategies that we teach on this podcast and in our content. So let's jump into the Weekend Update. Thanks for listening. We'll have brand new episodes for you very soon. So keep listening, keep checking back. Enjoy the Weekend Update. That's great. So you started off. Yeah, we've got a, and I'll stick a link to it in the show notes for today's episode. But from time to time, we host live events with Rich. We fill the room, you know, somewhere between five and 10 people at a time. And you see his operation and he's the author. For those who don't know, I'm sure you guys know, but just kind of keeping the audience up to speed here. He's the content creator for the Proven Wholesale sourcing.com class that's one of the many modules inside the Proven Amazon course at this point. But as the creator of that course, we built a whole experience around those who wanted to go to his outfit just outside Phoenix, right? Uh, right? That's what I always say, Phoenix. I know it's, it's a big state, but that gets people close enough. And you see his warehouse and his team and his products. And and that's something we've offered many times in the past. I'll stick a link in the show notes. You can call our coaching office and discuss that if you're interested. But But that's the experience you guys had. And because you were friends... He got you into one of those classes, and so that's how you kind of got your start with, yeah, selling on Amazon. Now, are you replense focused? Would you say, or yes. wholesale, or okay? Uh,
1: well, the way we started, we started in stores, going and scanning, yeah, scanning lots and lots of product. I mean, we were we were we were almost obsessed with it. We were any of our free time, we were at a store, whether together or even separately, sending each other links and pictures of, hey, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? <laughs> And then going to the office and researching, and so I would say, yeah, about hundred percent of our products for the first probably four or five months were from stores, hmm. uh, from retail. Yeah. Uh, then, then we kind of just was like, wait a minute, there might be a better way of doing this, you know. And so then we started jumping to online, doing online, yeah, uh, you know, arbitrage. And then we weren't, we didn't think were not we did not think we were experienced enough to do the whole wholesale thing. It was kind of one of those things like, how do we even jump into this? I mean, Rich does coach on that, uh, but we felt like we were too new that we would get any accounts. But then we just said, let's just go for it. Started researching, sending out emails, and started getting some accounts. And then we were like, man, going to stores is kind of a waste of time now. Uh, we'd rather just sit in our office, get everything shipped to us, you know? And we, we, we then transitioned to that.
0: Okay, so quick question, not to go down a bunny trail, but I'm curious. Are you guys using Smart Scout? We are. Okay. I figured you might be because Rich loves that software. Silent, SilentGym.com slash SS. It's a link, our discount link to a software tool called Smart Scout. Rich Potter teaches in the proven wholesale sourcing course how he uses that tool to locate wholesalers and to kind of dive in. I love that trajectory of your journey. You just being excited e-commerce something new you're scanning barcodes you're finding stuff for price a at walmart and selling it for price b online and just that initial excitement fueled you and then you started thinking how could we be more efficient started doing some online sourcing then you kind of stepped into wholesale but this is all being done correct me if i'm wrong i'm assuming this is the case because this is what we all teach rich included the replens model you're using keepa to analyze your inventory correct okay so that's great What's Brandon leaving out, Shane? You know, look, we haven't heard from you yet. Fill in your perspective on this story and any gaps we've left so far in the story.
2: Yeah, I mean, he's, uh, he's mentioned, uh, you know, much the story there uh, when he came to me. I own a construction company, and at the time, just busy doing my thing. And he's like, "Hey, tell me about Amazon." What was funny to me is when he told me kind of the the way you sell on Amazon and the way it works. I was kind of surprised. I was like, what do you mean? You just go to the store and buy stuff and then sell it? I'm like, okay.
0: It sounds go. too simple, right? Oh, you know?
2: yeah. I'm like, what the heck? But so he told me about Rich's training course and I was like, dude, I don't have time. I'm like, I might have no time to go, I'll pay for it, I'll do whatever I got to do, but you need to go. You need to go figure this out. I don't I don't have the time to to focus on that, you know? And so he did. So he went and did that. And as we jumped in it, what I found for me was uh, like Brandon was saying, it was kind of exciting to go out. Like it was like a treasure hunt. You know, you're looking for like these products and stuff. We're at the dollar store, whatever we're doing. And we're like, hey, check this out. You know, like he said, bouncing stuff off from one to another. And yeah, it just became fun. And it was just unusual to me because I had heard of Amazon selling before. And I had like family members or other people that, Kind of their focus was, hey, I'm going to go find the next big thing and I'm, I'm going to get like 10,000 of these things. We're going to sell them out, I'm going to make a bunch of money. And I was like, that sounds kind of my like, I don't know about that. It sounded kind of risky, just kind of sounded difficult. But you know, with I mean, I, I learned that Amazon, the people you, the stuff you buy on Amazon is from people like us, right? I didn't even know that, I didn't even know how Amazon technically worked. Yep. Um, I thought it was Amazon, you know, themselves. They sell all their stuff, whatever. So it was interesting to learn it. So at the beginning, I was like, I have no time for this. But then it just became exciting and I found time. So next thing you know, like I was almost doing this full time. I stepped away from my other business and let people operate that. And I was, you know, they were trying to get a hold of me. and Like nobody can get a hold of Shane. Nobody, can. you know, I'm shopping online. <laughs> I'm like looking for stuff and running around to the stores. And it was,
0: you're goofing yeah. around on Keepa and learning Smart Scout and yeah, sourcing like partial inventory, you
2: know, software on my phone and stuff. Yeah, and,
0: probably making nowhere near as much money with this new venture as you were in your established career, right? Like, but there's so much more excitement. It's like, yeah, this is yeah. new. This is fun. This is this could really go somewhere.
2: Well, the potential definitely the potential for the money is obviously there. Yeah, you know, we've experienced some of that, and yep. it's just great to see it. But yeah, I mean you know not knowing where you're going to end up financially or whatever and kind of doing it as a side business it's now we're hoping to you know just build it and build it and whether it's full time work for us or we have people working for us or whatever we do you know we're excited for what the future holds in that respect yeah. you
0: know you've recognized the potential of the opportunity at this point and you're kind of you're putting a few more chips into the into the game here it sounds like right um, yeah. Taken a little more seriously than at first. It was just kind of something to try and it slowly escalated. So, how long, at what point were we talking where you kind of sat down, and went to lunch with Rich? When was that?
1: That was uh, October of 2020.
0: Okay. Gotcha. That gives us it's a little over two years plus a few months ago. Yeah. And you jumped in, started learning replans wholesale, had Rich there wow. as your guide, which is a great guide to have. Right. So, yeah. all right, cool. Well, keep the story going, guys, wherever you want to go from here, Brandon. Oh,
1: so it actually, it took us a while to get everything set up after we coached. Like, so a, year. like a year. Almost a year. <laughs> really? Because you're busy guys, you're in construction. Uh-huh. Uh, exactly. Yeah. It was it was trying to find the time to get together. Mm-hmm. Uh, we would try to do once a week and it just wouldn't ever work out with all of our scheduling and stuff. But we finally sat down and said, we got to get this going. We did it. Uh, and then we had our first sale the day before Thanksgiving,
2: 2021. Gotcha. So, uh, so a little
0: over a year ago, a couple yes, year and a couple months ago, our
2: first full year. Yeah. So yeah. in that year of of kind of creating the business, that's literally what it was. Like we were like, okay, let's pick a company name. Let's get a company set up. Let's get our tax ID set up. Let's you know do all that sort of stuff. Let's get get an account on Amazon. Get your business set up on Amazon. And it took forever. I mean, just because we were, we just weren't like you said. We just weren't at the time. Like a couple hours a week we would get together and and you know how it gets if you just kind of discuss things but don't actually put it into play <laughs> yeah. you're like talking you're just like oh well let's just talk and it's like okay let's talk more action and you know fortunately football season kicked around and i was like brandon okay we're coming over monday nights thursday nights whatever we're gonna watch football then we're gonna focus on it
0: so and who's your who's your team are you guys loyal to the local team or
2: uh, well, we I'm don't like, we don't, we're not happy about our teams right now. But. <laughs> I'm a Cowboys fan. Yeah, I'm a Packers fan. <laughs>
0: so, wow. Good rivalry there for uh, sure, yeah. though, historically, right? Some
2: fun games. Oh, yeah. uh, wearing our jerseys with each other. It's been yeah.
0: fun. <laughs> That's awesome, man. Yeah, I, I was a Cowboys guy until the 90s when they became the, the Dallas Convicts. And I kind of lost interest <laughs> at that point. You know what hurt me as a Cowboy fan was when they, when they, uh, let go of um Z- uh, coach Landry. Oh, really? Man it, man, it just that hurt me deep cuz I when I was younger man I loved that dude. So, yep. yeah. I, I but you know, I so saw I used to be there right there with you man, but Yeah. This, we got a team that's been fun on and off here the Colts here in Indianapolis, you know, kind of kind of a tragic year for us too though. You know, Arguably the most tragic story in the NFL right now. But anyway, we, we don't want to get off on that tangent too far. <laughs> um but no, that's great. So you guys are hanging out, watching some football, talking business, and that's when you find yourself kind of chipping away at this thing. And, yep. and, you know, for the listener's standpoint, people who are hearing this, I don't want people to think, wow, it takes a year chipping away. Well, we've had people do this, the whole process of getting set up and getting everything established and getting their Amazon account in a week or two. Yeah,
2: right. right. That's Yeah. It's, well, it's that's not like not, a that's, lot that's of that's stuff, really, but it is kind it. of close to what happened because that year, that was that was literally us just sitting around talking about it. Like, It wasn't until we decided to sit down and we're like, okay, let's get together and get this moving. Yeah, it was, you know, within a couple of months, we had everything, the business lined up, the accounts lined up, you know, understanding how to like add something into Amazon and sell it. I mean, that all happened really quick. So yeah, it doesn't take, it doesn't take a long time. If you just put your mind to it, we were just kind of being, we're just being lazy about it. You know, like just with other things, you know, working full time, it was just uh, it just took a second, but once yeah, speed. sure.
0: One of fifty things you're trying to get to, kind of thing. I mean, that's the way real life is, right? I love that initial momentum. Everyone always mentions that first sale because that is quite a pivot point. We're like, all right, this works. Maybe I didn't make a lot of money, but this works. I know the process. I'm legit now. Amazon likes me. I'm signed up. I've I've got all the boxes checked. So what what started happening then?
1: So that first sale came in was just pure excitement, right? Okay, it works. We put something in, it's sold, and it works. Uh, We were actually... uh, We had some goals that we set for sales our first month, second month, third month, and up to the summer. And we kind of blew those out of the water right away. We were selling way more than we thought we would, getting the buy box more than we thought we would. And so, of course, that fueled our excitement even more. And so we really... It was a struggle at first to, to keep inventory in because we were very limited on our time. Um, he's working on his business. I had a full time uh, to pay the bills in other ways. And so we were only able to meet like once a week and not only do our research, but prep and send product in. Uh, and that happened for, oh man, 6-7 months of doing it that way. Sometimes maybe twice a week we can meet, but it was very limited. But we were still doing pretty good for just that kind of time we were putting in. We we're still doing a lot in sales in, in our eyes, you know. Um,
0: what and, were you doing to put some numbers to this? You know, what'd you do those you know, month three, month four after getting rocking?
2: Well, Brandon Brandon came to me and he's like, Hey, I wanna hit so this was we were kind of talking about this in January because December of what was it, 2021? December 21, 20 December 2021 was our first full month. And So in January, Brandon's like, "Hey, we want to hit ten grand a month in sales." And uh, you know, like when we're sitting there, we're looking at each of our sales. Dude, we sold this, we sold this. It was like five dollars here, ten dollars, whatever it was. We're like, okay, we got to scale up like this. And what's funny is we did that in January. We busted that in January, you know. So our goal for the summer we hit in January, and then. It just got more and more, you know, just busier from there and more and more sales at that point. And, you know, we're already this year, 100% over what we did, you know, at this time last year, you know.
0: That's and great. So, so here we are in January of 2023. Right. What are you on track for here? We got several days left in the month still, but what are you looking at for this month? Just so people contrast the difference between that year you just, excuse me, that month, if, a year ago. If,
1: if we stay on track from what we've been doing, we'll be close to 22000 So yeah, almost, nice. al-
2: almost double what we did. Doubled
0: what you did. Yeah, later. that's a nice trajectory. And as a business owner, Shane, you got an appreciation for...
2: <laughs> you know, that's oh, yeah. nice growth, man. Yeah, yeah. 100% yeah, year yeah. over year for the same month. Right. I've owned I've owned my business since 2005, this construction company. And over the years, you scale up a little bit. Just get yeah. busier and busier and busier. But I've never just doubled in you know <laughs> revenue. <laughs> that's yeah. crazy.
0: Right. And this business has its plateaus as well, but you can scale so fast. I mean, you guys saw it in Rich. We've got a good number of people who've been guests on this podcast. It's not the typical experience necessarily, but it's not unrealistic or unreasonable to expect that you put the time and the energy and effort into it. You can double year over year, several years in a row initially as you're starting up. We've seen many people do that, just that, uh, or even faster than that in some cases. But there's other people who it's just an extra few hundred bucks a week and they're content there and they kind of drift along and that's great. I would argue that's harder to maintain than growth is though, but that's a different story for another day. Hey, we'll get back to the show in just a second, but I've got to tell you about a great sponsor who's just joined us. I'm talking about Seller Board. This is a very popular service used by many Amazon sellers in our community because they understand how important it is, how crucial it is to know your numbers. How do you know how profitable you are? All those fees, the different expenses, the cost of goods sold. How do you track it all? Seller board is phenomenal. Starting as low as just $15 a month with a two-month trial. On top of that, you really need to check these guys out. Get over to silentgym.com slash numbers. Again, silentgym.com slash numbers. It's time to know your numbers. It's an accurate profit analytics software tool just for Amazon sellers. They've been doing this since 2017. It is a really cool tool doing some things that I'm unaware of anyone else doing. So the pricing starts at $15. Like I said, get your two-month trial at silentgym.com slash numbers. All right. So where do you guys want to go from here? Because I have a feeling people who are listening to this would love to hear, how do you find your inventory? What are you guys selling? You know, what, how do you determine a good product from a bad product? Those kind of topics. But is there anything else we could draw from your story before we transition I, into that?
1: Yeah. I, okay. So we, even though we had a pretty good year, we feel like it was a completely alarming year. There were a lot of things, a lot of mistakes we made. Yeah. A lot of things that we kind of figured out on our own, uh, the way we researched, we had a tweak. There were things that we thought maybe weren't as important that ended up being hugely important. With the way we researched with Keepa and RevSeller, looking at products not only for like the last three months or a year, but their whole lifetime as a listing and seeing trends. And we we weren't really focused on that first six months. And then there's times where we we're just like, man, we had this listing that was looked like a rock star. And by the time we got it listed, it we weren't making any money. You know, it had tanked lots of sellers, whatever the factor was. And so we feel like also, with going over to, to online arbitrage and going through wholesalers, uh, we were finding a lot more product, and we just wanted things getting in there to sell, right? But now we're looking at higher price point uh, products. You know, putting more capital into the business and really hoping it you know makes it grow. We might we might not do a whole lot more in sales as a number, but we think our profitability is going to raise quite a
0: bit. Yeah. That's what this model looks like as you mature is you start to recognize some of those spinning your wheels, replans, and how to quickly kind of step away from the ones that aren't doing well for you. And you start realizing that turning $5 bills into $10 bills is nice, but turning $50 bills into $100 bills is better with the same amount of work just add a couple zeros to both numbers, right? And you're doubling your money either way. Why not invest in some of that more expensive inventory? You get confident in your ability to pick winners and losers. And just to keep the listeners up to speed again, we may have some brand new listeners who've never heard this program before. We talked about Keepa. I can't encourage you more more strongly than I am about to right now. Please go watch podcast episode 369. Learn what Keepa is and why we talk about it so much on this podcast. That's all I'm going to say for now. And you mentioned a tool called RevSeller. And uh, that just helps you. You can see right on your screen. I know you guys know this, but for the listeners' sake, right on your screen, right on Amazon, you're just bumping around like you're shopping. But you can see if I was able to buy this product for $5, how profitable would it be for me to sell at the current buy box price? So you can just kind of see winners and losers really fast right on your screen. It's a great tool. ProvenAmazonCourse.com slash revseller has a great discount there. All those links will be in the show notes. So, just doing a little favor to uh, the new listeners in the community. Thanks for uh, doing that with me, guys. But so you start learning some lessons about picking good inventory, being a little, being a little, uh, I could be picky is the right word. Like, are we going to really spend time on this one? Is it worth our time and energy or not? Um, And looking back at the history, I like that you said that it's better to get a, instead of just getting a one month or even three month maybe window, the thing Keepa does it allows you to look back in time in some cases a couple of years. Is this a seasonal item that spikes every Christmas? You know, do we want to get into that right now? That kind of data. What are some products you have gotten into without giving away or creating any competitors for yourself? Kind of using this this process, talk us through that.
2: Are you are you talking like specific stuff or like brand? Like how like, have you found well, it? Like tell us the cosmetic, story. Don't get like, don't give us the exact name or something, you know, or whatever. But yeah.
0: Don't create a competitor for yourself, but tell us the yeah. story behind it. Like, did you call them on the phone? Did you send them an email? What kind of products was it? What category did you sell in? That sort of thing.
2: Yeah, well, what's uh where it kind of got started with us is my mother-in-law actually, she apparently knows rich too. And I didn't I didn't know this hmm. until later, but she knows Rich and she started doing Amazon stuff too. And we did a lot of grocery stuff, you know, some cosmetic stuff or whatever. The grocery thing is kind of where it kicked off for us because we were like Walmart shopping down the aisles or whatever, trying to sell some taco sauce or, you know, whatever we're doing. And, you know, when you get into these wholesalers that they've got this, these categories that you can go in and see, we were able to kind of compare, okay, well, buying it, say here at Walmart versus buying it here, you know, we're able to get it, you know... Easier because sometimes you go to these stores, and it almost seemed like to us that every time we go find something, say in a store, you know, a week later, it's almost like we were like, How many other Amazon shoppers are in here finding <laughs> this stuff, stealing <laughs> our idea? You know, shelves would be empty. Yeah, we're like, Where did it all go? You know, we're running around from store to store to get it. So, you know, moving into being able to get stuff online and have people send it to us or whatever, you know, was really helpful. And you find your profitability is better, you usually get it for a better price as well as you don't have to go out drive around from location to location to you know to find it or whatever so yeah it was, so grocery was kind of a thing that we got into that and we learned a lot of, it was helped us learn a lot of lessons cuz there was a lot of volume with that we found a lot of little things you're making a couple of dollars here you learn how to list something you learn how to package it you learn how to send it in effectively you know your prep time and stuff like that so the volume of doing all that was really actually kind of helpful with our learning process on how to pump things out and you know get them into the system. You know.
0: Now you said listing. Were you guys creating some new listings, listing new products, or are you just talking about listing against existing products?
1: Just yes, against existing, existing products. We actually, that's one of the things that we're very uneducated about is creating new listings.
0: We, yeah. yeah. As actually, you should be.
1: It throws us through for a loop all the time.
0: Yeah. Well, it, there's just. There's no reason to do it. uh, You know, we, we strongly encourage until you're doing a consistent, I would say 30 to $40,000 a month, maybe is when you start thinking about a private label product, perhaps based on some of the instincts that you've developed, noticing which products move well, and maybe some of those generic worded products that seem to just fly off the shelf for whatever brand that is associated with them. Yeah, you know what? Let's go get our own brand to that thing and see if we can take a shot at this. Using the instincts that you've developed after getting to that level, or right. maybe some branded bundles even is a good step, which you can experiment with that even earlier. That's something I would encourage you guys is something to be looking into in 2023 is that uh, that module in the Proven Amazon course, provenbrandbuilding.com. It's been an evening kind of clicking through that sometime. That gets you pretty excited about the potential there. I'm not sure if Rich is doing any of that or not, but we've got a student last month did 750000 in his branded bundle. Wow.
1: We actually met with Rich last week to, to, you know, we 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 talked to him every once in a while just to sit down, and he had mentioned that because we had been asking him about you know, creating listings and stuff, and he was talking about doing branded bundles, and that's something mm-hmm. that we will look into. We don't think that we're ready for it just yet. No, uh, no rush, that, but that we that we want to to get into maybe a little bit later this year, of course. And the premise is
0: easily sourced products recognize right. name brands, put in a box that has your branded label on it with some unique component included that adds value to the buyer's experience. And it doesn't have to be anything earth shattering, but it adds value to their experience of buying the bundle. And now you've got an ASIN where you're the only seller. And that does involve setting up new listings, obviously. Right. But that's a you know test. You test three, four, five ideas, the sixth one hits and just takes off but you're not going 50 or 100 units deep on anything. Just like with replens, you're going an inch deep and in testing and go a little deeper if it's working well. Same kind of premise. I think that's a good next step for you guys to start thinking about. And who knows, maybe someday you will have your own private label product, but some people never get there and have no desire to because even that comes with its own challenges, You know, manufacturing and legal issues and uh, running out of supplies and you know, competitors coming after you. You poke your head up out of the weeds on Amazon and everyone notices and they're coming yes. after you. Uh, so why not just go after the low hanging fruit and you know pivot and uh, change directions when necessary easily without having a bunch of inventory you can't move. Yeah, you guys are on a great path.
1: I actually wanted to mention. I you know we mentioned Smart Scout. Um, yeah, there is. Uh, so Rich in his coaching, he you know he focuses on wholesale and stuff like that. So he encourages to reach out every day, sending out like ten to twelve emails a day for to get accounts and things like that. And. Uh, there was with Smart Scout. I did one day just decided to go on there and do what he had kind of taught in our coaching. Uh, I found a seller, looked at his list of of items, and I found kind of a, an odd item, which is a biodegradable bag. And uh, I noticed there was only a couple listed, couple listings, but they were selling pretty good. So I decided to reach out to that brand myself, and fortunately, they came back and said, "Yeah." Yeah, we want you to sell our stuff on Amazon, and we got an account just like that. And uh, luckily, there was you know just only a couple other sellers on there, and uh, something that you know was a solid seller for us.
0: Um, That's so, awesome. Yeah, I love yeah. it. How big of a product catalog did they have?
1: Oh, only uh, three items.
0: Okay. Are you selling all of them, or just one of them? A good one.
1: Um, we started with three, but there's two that are a hot seller for us, so we kind of dropped that third one off, and we're
0: mm-hmm. continuing with two. That's a great example of Rich's wholesale approach in action. You contact wholesalers who already have some momentum. They're already working with a couple other sellers typically, but there's room for a third to squeeze in. And that's you. It's these kind of under the radar, hot movers that just don't get discovered through typical channels. You're not going to scan a barcode and accidentally come up with it. There's There's no brand associated with it that brings it up on your screen as an average Amazon shopper. But it's this product that's just selling really well at a nice profit margin. And you build a relationship with the vendor manufacturer and you're seller number three on a hot listing. And often as Rich does, he'll kind of jockey himself into that number one position with the brand and become the guy and maybe help them get their own Amazon account set up. And we actually, that's more advanced strategies that we teach in the proven product partnering module of the proven Amazon course is how to partner up with brands and become their exclusive partner and give them their own Amazon account, now all the sales are flowing through one account and you're getting a percentage of those. And right. you're helping them kind of fend off resellers and deal with Amazon issues. And, and it's a way to diversify, you know, because it's not just one Amazon account you're getting paid on anymore. It's how many ever you want to manage. Right. right. Yeah. That's another thing to keep in mind as these kind of relationships develop and uh, you start to notice opportunities like that where you know you can approach the manufacturer. You've gotten to know them a little bit. You've placed several orders. Hey, why not have that conversation? Worst case, they can say is no, but they may really like that proposal. Hey, how about you get an Amazon account and we'll manage it for you? Mm-hmm. So yeah. opportunities everywhere for sure. Yeah. So what what's the price point and what's your uh, sell point and all that on that uh, on that bag?
1: There's a there's a single unit and then there's a bundle of four packs. So the four pack is a price point of sixty five. And the single is a price point of uh, 19.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that's real good.
1: And I'm going to think
0: long and hard. I may go ahead and chop that information out of this episode because I don't want you guys to get any competitors. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay. It might be kind of hard for them to find what it is. So. Yeah. Is it? <laughs> are
0: there's plenty of other bags like that out there. there are,
2: the they, yeah. got, they got bought out. The initial
1: company got bought out for by another company.
0: Ah, so. We're all good there. No competitor, no worries of competitors. That was just a useful example. Okay, very good. I'm always cautious when I have guests on here. The last thing I want is anything negative coming back on them because they right. took the time to share with us their story. So, yeah, that's great. Okay, good. We're not worried about that ACE and then.
1: So, question for you, Jim with inventory and planning, we really don't have. A software that kind of helps us out, what would you recommend? Like, What would you use that's the best software out there for inventory planning? Well,
0: we've got a lot of sellers in our group that use Replin Dashboard to okay. recommend when it's time to buy more and how much more I should buy. It's a good, solid tool. It's as dialed in on that topic as any other tool you'll find. Is it perfect? No. <laughs> this is an emerging industry. This is an emerging opportunity. You know the number of people who are doing doing this at scale hasn't quite justified someone to go out and spend five million dollars and build the robust software support solution for every possible occurrence in this business. You know there's thousands of us doing it, but no one stepped up to that level yet. But replens dashboard comes as close as anyone at monitoring your ASINs. How fast are they selling? How many should we send in next month to monitor our inventory levels? That's going to help you out quite a bit. It becomes pretty invaluable at the point where you've got a few hundred ASINs. It becomes a bit of a no-brainer. It does a lot of other things for you too, but on that one, it's pretty dialed in. It's 85% of what you need there and no one offers you 100%. Because there's just too many factors that are out of your control anyway. variables yeah. and stuff. Even with perfect information. Okay. Yeah, we'll have to
2: look into that. Okay. That syncs up with your seller
0: account? Yep. 100%. I mean, you just turn it on basically and it starts giving you information
2: okay cool
1: I do have a, another question and ask for advice on another issue that we've had ungating and actually going to your Facebook group I see this posted all the time mm-hmm. um, I, I look at your group in the post every single day because I'm always looking for issues that other people have that we may have that uh, I can get answers I've posted on there a couple times myself uh, to try to get some answers from other sellers but this story is I had reached out to a brand, probably mid-summer, to ask for a wholesale account. And they came back and said, we don't deal with Amazon sellers. Sorry. Okay. You know, We get those all the time. And then in November, I get an email from them saying, we've changed our mind. We want to work with you. And they gave us a price list of not all their product, but about 15 different products. And they said, we'll start with this. We got so excited. Okay, great. Now, this is a product that has one of the 2D barcodes. right? So we ordered. We got it. We go to get ungated, uh, the approval process, we gave them all the information that they've asked, and we get rejected. And they say that we're rejected because they're not accepting application for used, refurbished, or collectibles, but it's not. We're asking for new. New. So we did it again, stating, no, this is for new, Mm -hmm. not. And we've probably done it, what, five or six times now? And they keep giving the same. Have you
0: had the manufacturer reach out to Amazon yet?
1: We know we've, we've put there, like, please reach out to this person.
0: Sometimes Amazon will, sometimes they won't, but if they get a letter on your behalf, we've, we've had some pretty major brands that we got a letter stating the name of our store and you can attach that then on the letterhead from the company saying, here's the company telling us that we're an authorized reseller. That'll get, that'll get the switch flipped quite often.
1: Because we we did have an experience with another brand where we did the exact same thing and they just kept saying not enough information. Mm -hmm. You know, they're very vague. Uh, we probably did it seven or eight times on the eighth time they're like, you're approved. Right. We did the same thing eight (laughs) times and then that last
0: one. It's it's a manual process. You never know who you're gonna get. It's a lot easier for them to deny something than to fill in all the blanks that's required to, you know, it takes them three seconds to deny somebody, it takes them forty-five seconds to to allow it. So if they're just having a bad day, it's just like, I'm gonna get through this stack real quick. Deny, 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 deny. Right. And then you get the other guy who takes his job seriously the next day. <laughs> you know, it's it's just one of those things. Amazon is dealing with just a an avalanche of of applications and email and incoming concerns, and they're staffed to accommodate it. And to their credit, they do a pretty decent job, in my opinion, of getting it right eventually. But this is another case too, where having a guy on call like Jeff Schick. He is the lawyer you may have heard us talk about on recent podcast episodes, Schick Like the Razor, JeffShick.com. He's a sponsor of this podcast, but he's got a $90 a month retainer program where he deals with anything legal, Amazon policy. Anytime you're dealing with Amazon customer support and they're just not making sense, you send it to him. <laughs> he's got connections and you know, he can he can have conversations with people that to make things happen, basically, because he's a lawyer. And so he can he can make things typically... Now, I don't know if that's a specific incidence that he could 100% guarantee help with, but I'd sure send it to him. Like, hey, we tried three or four times. The brand is saying we're in. They want us to sell their stuff. Amazon saying we're not allowed to sell per the brand. Like, how do we escalate this? Right. He's, he's a good dude for you know, about okay. three bucks a day, man. You can have him on your side and his team. He's got a good team. He represents a lot of sellers in our community. Uh, the question often among sellers in our community is at what point does it make sense for me to begin investing in having jeff on call you know having him on retainer and i'd say at the point that you can justify it with your profits it's going to pay for itself eventually it's kind of like having a good accountant yeah Yeah. they're going to pay for themselves you know as a construction business owner like how much money has your, has your accountant saved you versus cost you over the years? Just in like, hey, you need to tweak this. Hey, time to go buy a new truck, buddy. Like, what? That doesn't make any sense. It, trust me. I'm saving you money right now. Just like yeah, weird yeah. advice that you don't know. Yeah. yeah, right. So they pay for themselves and just kind of the same way, especially at his low price. So that's me hitting every angle I can uh, from a high level. But hopefully you guys, if you find that helpful, you will get around it with persistence. You will get approved. It's just how to get it under the right person's nose. Hey, thanks for listening today. Before I let you go, one last announcement. I want to remind you about our great sponsor, Seller Board. Get to silentgym.com slash numbers, and you'll see the special offer they have for you. Starting at just $15 per month, you can get the most accurate tracking, the best analytics tool for your Amazon seller account. And not only does it help you track your numbers and know when you're profitable or not, on each ASIN. It also gives you additional features such as managing your inventory, getting reimbursements for FBA errors, staying informed about listing changes, and optimizing your pay-per-click campaigns. A bunch of robust features for just a few dollars. It's a great tool. Many successful sellers in our community are using them, especially loving the way that they help you know if you're profitable or not, keeping track of all those different fees. Hey, go check out Sellerboard, silentgym.com slash numbers. We'll talk to you next
2: time. Thank you for listening to Silent Sales Machine Radio. Visit silentgym.com for a link to our free newsletter, our free Facebook group, and all of our resources mentioned on today's show.